Okay, great. Okay. What's going on, my brothers and sisters? Aunties and uncles, monks, Kabbalists, wizards, yeah, mystics. That's who. Sons and daughters of God. Welcome to Mr. Woo Woo. Welcome everybody to the Mr. Woo Woo podcast. I am your host, not your guest, Joshua May. I have an actual guest today, and it is Mrs. Woo Woo. Sorry for the excessive. He's drops during the opening of that having kind of a saucy conversation right before recording. I was like, <laughs> I got to gotta delete this like five different times because we're talking inappropriate shit before getting things going. Uh, Hello, but I think everybody. we got things, everybody. Hey, Abby. Abby's here, Yay. you guys. Yay. Here I am. It's a beautiful My day. Baby. It is. It is. It's wet at the whale's vagina. We got, uh, it's like a lot of thunderstorm. <laughs> it rained this morning. It, it was is. nice. It was booming thunder and then booming. pouring down rain for about 20 minutes and then it was over. Yep. Yep. And it's supposedly supposed to rain all day today. So Supposedly, if you believe but it's nice a and cloudy word and AI says. It's beautiful because it was really dry and hot for the past few weeks, mm-hmm. month even, which I loved. I loved it. I loved it. It's finally loved warm. It. loved it. There's some beachiness. There was some paddle boarding. Uh, where are my beaches? Exactly. And I that loved the heat. I loved it. It was a really nice, mm-hmm. nice heat wave here in the... San Diego in autumn. One could say that the the beauty of the eleven eleven, though not many people know to celebrate that shiz, uh, brought upon that thing. I believe we had a, a nice experience on the. Um, was it actually the eleven eleven, or was it the day after? We had a beautiful meditation on eleven eleven. We did a lot we of did. service on eleven eleven. We were calling down. To we had a thunder. lot of people to serve on eleven eleven, and then we went and did a gorgeous beach meditation. That's true. And sunset. And yep. then it was Sunday morning mm. that we paddled. Sunday morning that we paddled. Yes. Um, let's go through the details of how dope that is first off. Um, if you guys get a chance to get a tower, if you live anywhere near the bay or the beach, what are you doing with your life if you don't have an inflatable kayak or paddleboard? It was insanely dope. <laughs> what are like you we, doing? we got there super early. <laughs> no, we, we, we weren't even pumped stuff early. Up. It was like nine thirty, which Thank is you for correcting late. me unnecessarily. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like sunrise. Thank you or for that editing. Like... We uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> it was, was early as hell for me. Gorgeous dude. morning time. Early yeah. as hell for me, and uh, gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous out there. Um, flat, flat. The water we're about was to get flat. out there, and just as we're bringing our Super boards calm. out to here, you go ahead and tell it. We we're just about to bring our boards out there. We were just getting out there. Okay, mm-hmm. first off, you were in on your board. Getting ready to go, and I thing. was getting on my board, with, and I had both our decaf coffees. Like, whoop, your decaf yep. coffee, and you were like, "Oh, my coffee!" And I was there. like, "That's cool, I got yours." And then I'm looking at you <laughs> as you're looking towards me towards the shoreline, and I'm like, "Dolphins, dolphins, yep, Do- dolphins are out there." In and you're the like, bay. "What? Dolphins? Excuse me?" And I was like, "Yeah, behind you, behind the right there." Oh my god! There was four gorgeous dolphins. It was super flat and calm, and they just were cruising. <sighs> they were just like, boom. Boom in the bay, just yeah. They're just, booming, just, y'all. Just swimming, yeah. It was awesome. You don't, we do not usually see dolphins in our bay. No, this is the That's second time we've second seen ever. it. Second ever, second ever in six years of paddle boarding like this, doing these paddle boards. I think we had them five or six years. The reason we were laughing really hard about it is because it for the eleven eleven, we watched um, what's called an insolment, which is a really high octane uh, channeling. Yes. Yeah. From one of my spiritual teachers from long ago, dude. And I feel like eh, that they'd kind of fallen off by the wayside a little bit. 
and this lady Kara Ra was on farm. If you want to check check out that installment, mm-hmm. um, probably of the beloved ones is what they were doing. Thirty third dimension so. was. Uh, if you go on official Shri and Kira, if you look up Shri and Kira Ra, S R I on their YouTube K R I, no K I R A, Kira Ra R A A. It's kind of Egyptian sounding. Mm-hmm. This lady used to she like died several times like legally to like prepare for this process of leaving her body. Her mm-hmm. husband holds onto her soul. It's all accounted in my book. Um, yes, and. They were like true to form. I haven't seen this level in like eight years. I was like, oh my God, they're done fucking around with shamanism. and Yeah, we kind of stopped little, watching a little bit because we were a like, little bit. Eh. We didn't resonate with it anymore. No. So she's giving the highest level like, through insulment again. And she was yeah. burning, man. It was just like, oh, here we go again. And that was on World 11-11. must be ending. She, that came through on 11-11. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So she was, <laughs> she was uh, <laughs> insulting a very galactic being. It seemed like, and I could feel the energy that I hadn't felt in eight years. Um, and they're in their temple. They're, they're doing something and, and doing the predictions for, I guess, this month slash the rest of this year. And uh, that, that was worth a, a listen. So on the heels of that, that was the predictions for the 11-11. I was like, oh, my God, this is great. Like, they seem like they're, you know, it's kind of like, oh, my God, Dr. Bartlett is teaching in Italy right now. Yeah, that's right. It was same right? weekend. Same yeah. weekend he teach live, which is the whole purpose of this website of of this website fuck of this of this podcast was to kind of like nudge people into in, being interested in his work and wanting mm. to learn it and maybe goad him into te- and he's teaching live in Italy, albeit, you know, like not in the US yet, but I mean that's the next level of manifestation my wizards. And we're going to go I'm I'm so thrilled for him being able to do that live again. Melissa's teaching with him. Shout out to her, uh, Melissa Joy Johnson. And I was like, oh my god. So then Shri and Kira put out this uh, thing on YouTube. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Here we go, man. This is it's feeling like the old world, the old me that I was participating in. And then we go out for this paddleboard, right? Yeah. And we see three, four dolphins. And during her message, she mentions the one, the one, the one, and the one. And I was just like, eh, you know, it could be some kind of corny, <laughs> some kind of corny reference that isn't really any, anything like mm-hmm. just a coincidence burger, you know, in the metaphysics where people are going woo woo and it doesn't actually have any weight or meaning or anything like that. Just sound mystical. And then we see four fucking dolphins. One, the one, the one, mm-hmm. one. And we see four of them traveling as a pod and we look over and then there's a sea lion. So it was like seal yeah. the eleven eleven moment within you, and I was just like, mm-hmm. "Holy shit, dude!" And then you know, go ahead and continue from that. Well, also that insolment had a lot to do with joy, and so I thought that was really important too because the dolphins are joy. They are and playful, and that was her whole part in that message as well was the joyful and the playful and loving the day kind of thing. It was kind of a bridge for me, like yeah, between the the matrix conference that was being taught at that, that moment in always Italy. has lots of dolphins yeah frequency 16 is dolphins mm-hmm. and whales and i was just reading other yeah. channeled books about hollow earth about how the lady that channeled that uh said the cetaceans or the whales and dolphins and, and i felt their presence uh mm-hmm. come up so it was like a trilogy between all three of those concepts during that beautiful time yeah. we're drinking coffee out in the middle of the bay with paddle boards perfect sun on our chest super warm. no waves nice. yeah oh. we just were chilling we were chilling and paddling and then oh i know what the other cool part was of that was after we were coming what? back back uh oh, we got yeah. to one side of the 
you know, bay where we, we get to one side of the bay and hang out, and then we come back to the other side where we started. And the, the little bit of current and breeze was just taking us ever so gently, and we just were standing there together arm in arm. After polishing off a delicious couple of croissants, oh, one that's of them right. being chocolate. We got some croissants. And we're just like, dang, does it get more blissful on this? Everyone's peaceful. The yeah. little kids running around us were great. And really, we're just standing there and the boosh, just taking us for a good, good chunk of time. Like, we didn't even paddle for a while. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. Not even paddle. Very like, beautiful we just moment. stood there, like, yeah, hand we in hand. Yeah, just standing there, hand in hand. Hand in hand, paddleboard to paddleboard. <laughs> and the current was cruising us out, like, as if, like, yeah. little undine spirits were grabbing the tips of our boards and, and just, like, like walking on what, like floating, like yeah. prints across the, the stage. The Indians were taking us. Yeah, we were like prints floating. <laughs> yes, we are. We are just floating out here on the bay. We are one. We are one. <laughs> that's how we. That's how we were. We're just like prints and just like. Floated and it's time, all out people. Even time to party like it's 1999. And Let's conversely, go. while that's happening, uh, a million people in Brooklyn. Like mm. pretty much are closing the bridges down. Oh, There's yeah. like a million people in London of uh, people uh, demanding, demanding uh, a ceasefire to the um, to the Gaza um, bombardment. Yeah, because they're really paying attention to what <clears throat> people in New York are doing. Oh, they totally were. And I was like, where were these people when our government killed a million motherfucking Iraqis? Mm-hmm. I didn't see a big old march for that. They were hunkered up in their apartments. I didn't. I mean, they did it over like a long time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the standing army of Iraq was only like 200,000 people. So that means Obama and Bush collectively killed about 800,000 people, many of them women and children, like tens oh. of thousands. I didn't hear a fucking peep out of them. No. Not a fucking peep. It's so weird. No. And so there's people are they're walking around. Yeah, but it's, you know, this penis party's got to go. You know, like, <laughs> and like, <laughs> shout out to PCU. And like, <laughs> hey, hey, ho, ho. Right, and they're just they're doing their little chants, and they're demanding stuff of a government that's all the way on the you know on the other side of the the world, um, with our money and weapons, no less. You know, doing their hey, we're combating terrorism thing, even though with very little compassion or mm. or any kind of regard for human life in general. Mm. Um, and I've seen the horrific pictures on both sides of, of of all this stuff. So I don't have a side. A circle doesn't have a side. I'm on humanity's side. I'm on the children's and innocent women's side mm-hmm. but these people and, and then now there's a, a march now in washington for pro-israel right and like they have a right to fight terrorism just like america when we like liquidated eight hundred thousand innocent people's lives over in iraq and they put bases there no one seemed to give a fucking shit it's very very interesting so mm-hmm. now that these two people are like colliding right these two things they're under the illusion they're taking time off from work mm-hmm. time off from their families Yep. To go demand something of a government that isn't going to do fuck all about what you say. You could be the whole world being like, stop doing that. Just like people were telling the American government, um, Iraq didn't have anything to do with 9-11. Uh, maybe you should stop bombing. And we were like, yeah, that's great. Obama's running out of bombs right now. We don't. Yeah, we're going to just keep bombing them. Go fuck yourself. That's exactly what Israel's going to say. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. We're going to do what the fuck <clears throat> we want. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> nothing. You whining on a Thursday on a bridge with a bunch of other people complaining with big signs and shouting. And meow, 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 meow. They think that's actually doing something. I thought you said this was on Sunday when we were paddling. It, I mean, that's when it started. 
Oh, right? I know That's, what you're talking so about. Is the that was, Washington that was the, one. Was the pro, the pro-Palestinian yeah. side, right? Yeah. And in many uh-huh. cases, unfortunately, pro-Hamas. Mm. And then on the other side now, to, to counter that and all the anti-Semitism, even though Jews aren't Semites, going all the way <laughs> to Washington to be like, yeah, Israel should be able to bomb whoever the fuck they want, whatever they want. Mm. And that's exactly what they're going to do. There's nothing that could be done about that. And both sides are angry to the point where they're killing each other. Even here, mm. an old Israeli man got beat over the head with a, a megaphone and died. Yeah, like a, a kid, kid got stabbed him. to death yeah. because he was like, you know, Hamas should, you know, or, or Palestine should do it. And some crazy white guy stabbed him to death. Mm. So this is getting out of hand, right? If both of these sides... And I know you guys know this because you're, you know, metaphysicians and mystics. You're not, you know, idiots. If both of them kind of got together, right? If both of those sides, I'm pro this and I'm pro that. And they were just like, hey, I know. Why don't we send love and peace? You know, let's combine our combined light. Two million people. Yeah, that'd be great. Like the pressure of yeah. that love and light actually could could create a positive outcome mm-hmm. in the Middle East, totally. could calm down the tempers yeah. in Egypt and in Syria and Jordan and in Iran. And Iran wouldn't be able to use proxies to be able to harm people uh, through terrorist activity, even though Joe Biden's giving them another $10 billion. Shout out to that psycho. Um, if they just would get together and be like, hey, you know what? Let's love all the Palestinians and let's love all of the Israelis and put the pressure of peace and love on them. That might actually have a chance of creating any kind of outcome whatsoever in the Middle yep. East that would be useful to the human race and be useful to, you know, people trying to start, world, you know, not That's starting World War Three. That's what we have to do. to counteract do. all those people. So the 50 of us listening, <laughs> the 50 of you wonderful souls listening, you join, can share with, other people who join can with us, yeah. join with us in loving both sides. Why? Because we are, our symbol is the circle. We don't have a side. Yes. Our side is God. They're both wrong. And love. They're both wrong. Mm-hmm. If you're in a tribe, you're already wrong. You cordoned yourself off from the rest of the tribe of humanity. You're already wrong. And if you don't know that yet, feel free to fuck off and stop listening to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> but also really, if you, you got can, a side, because that's not friends, helping the kids and the women. Yeah. So if people talk to do, you about this and you're, they're concerned about it, yeah, that's what you can tell them to do. Of course do. they are. That's what you can tell them to do. If they think that going out and painting on do, a sign that George Soros is handing out, like, here, complain about this. And you're going to go out <laughs> and you think that yelling at the top of your lungs with a bunch of other people like that, that the enjoying the mob mentality is going to create any outcome whatsoever that's favorable to the human race, much less the women and children of both Gaza, Palestine, and Israel, you are on crack. It's not going to do shit. (laughs) Please don't be as stupid as the rest of these millions of people that are choosing a side due to their tribalistic um, identifications. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Protests, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, don't do anything. The Illuminati laughs their fucking ass off. Divide and conquer is their method. Mm-hmm. And right now, they divided like a motherfucker. They could conquer you any minute now. Your free speech online. Oh, you're not allowed to say that about that side. That's why you go back. I don't have a side. I'm the side of innocence. I'm mm-hmm. on the side of humanity. Yeah. And if you think you can go out and go rabble, 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 and that a that's going to do anything. B that the governments that you're yelling at are going to give a fuck. Yeah. Or do anything different than what they're deciding to do. Mm-hmm. You're. Just go back under the rock you came out from, dudes. It's not helping. It's adding to the problem. It adds to the yeah. problem. And 
On top of that, we discover during this week, as these, as these massive protests, these large group mm. bodies are screaming and, and violently angry at each other. No, you're the terrorist. No, you're the anti-Semite. No, you're the... While that's happening, Iceland, Iceland, starting to rumble. Bubbling. 1,400 earthquakes. Yeah. Bubble, bubble, bubble. Volcano. Bubble, bubble, bubble. Imminent. Mm-hmm. They say when that thing erupts, if it does, because we're throwing everything we got at it spiritually so it won't erupt. If it erupts, every climate scientist in the world could go fuck my love because they're... Sorry, I'm stealing that from the menu forever. I'm going to say go fuck my love. I absolutely love it. The bear, right? Not the menu, the bear. Watch either one of those movie and show. Fantastic. <laughs> it Like the volcano is literally... Like nature's reflecting our own bullshit back to us. So these large group bodies are spewing massive hatred. Yeah. Lava's going to start spewing. And mm-hmm. if that thing erupts, it's going to put out in one eruption this equivalent of all humanity has done through man-made climate change that it has mm-hmm. in its entire history yeah. in one little bagoosh. And after that was happening, two days later... Like it's rubbling. They like there's huge fissures and cracks in Reykjavik. Like it's about to go the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Then a volcano in, at the same time, volcanoes in Japan and Mexico City were starting to rumble, are starting to move. They're starting to erupt. Yeah, people wow. aren't getting that nature will reflect our group body mm. because they're muggles and don't know any better. But they keep mm-hmm. it up. They're gonna get to reap the end of that. You don't want to reap it, so join with me. Join yes. with me and Abby. Send as much love and light as you can to the Middle East, to the tectonic plates of this of this world, mm-hmm. including Reykjavik and Mexico, and all the chains, including including the one we're sitting on here in San Diego, in California, in California. Yep, just and be, in Japan. Be like the calmness of the bay and the joy yeah. of the dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Tune into that, yep. my guys. My girls, do it. Yeah. Because we're getting critical mass right now. You probably notice it outside. It's, it's smelling like Atlantis it's before the fall. It's a bit spicy, yeah. And not good spicy. It's like the bomb beyond insanity spicy. We've reached the eighth wing, and it ain't tasty. It tastes like battery acid and, and acid dreams. It's not going to be good. So if you want to escape the dumbness that everybody else is just plummeting headfirst into, please Please send your very, love and light important. Uh, out to all of those areas, out to humanity, for the protection of all women and children, and and all innocent people. Men too. Don't want to fuck them over. You know, guys, <laughs> no, guys all have all the people. Guys have feelings all too. All of humanity. All of humanity. Right. It's really it's really go time. So if yeah. you got a an energy method, if you don't got an energy method, okay, what do we do if we don't have an energy method, Abby? What should we send? Love. Love, love, love. That's why I tell tell people, my clients, send love, send mm-hmm. light, mm-hmm. send joy. What type of light? White light or also violet flame. Mm. Violet flame is a very powerful tool that burns away all discord, consumes it all. Violet light. So that's all you can think about is just violet light. If you need a Going visual. Going to all humanity now. All of the country, all of the planet. Surrounding the whole everywhere. earth. Surrounding the entire earth. But especially those areas. Imagine violet, a violet beam flame. coming out of your heart that is first surrounded areas. with your yeah. whole aura. If you've ever seen Guardians of the Galaxy at the end, mm-hmm. when he's when he holds the infinity stone, the power That's a great stone. Vision for that and game. all of them are going, Oh, 
and they're all trying to share the power. And then he looks at Ronan and goes like, you said to yourself, bitch, we're the guardians of the galaxy. And he's just this huge Pia. violet purple. That Pia is exactly what it's like. <laughs> Pia. You heard her. You heard her. You know, like that's how, right? And there's this massive amount of violet flame and violet light swirling around them. Brings tears to my eyes every time I see it because that is the exact visual personification of what we're talking about. Yes. Exact. Mm -hmm. And you can send that like a violet active flame, which is just a ray of divine love. It's a very Mm -hmm. specific ray of divine love. St. Germain's. Ooh. Super Ooh. specific. Do tell. Oh, yeah. Name drop. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. St. Germain, Ascended Master of the oh, Violet wow. Consuming Flame. That's, ooh, that's Google worthy. People should be, you know, someone should look that up. Somebody should look that up and try to connect with that. Go ahead and guess handfuls of our listeners, your listeners know that. Oh, my students know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on. You know, but, but if people still, are casuals, they're not going like, to like, who the fuck is a St. Germain? Just what saint is that? that the Violet Flame is doing yeah, or you don't even say violet flame. You say violet light. Violet Imagine light. like a beam yeah, around you, like kind of like a you know beam me up, Scotty kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Except it's purple. Not mm-hmm. hard to imagine, right? You just yeah. imagine it's surrounding you like a tube, and then you imagine that light going out of you like an X man or woman to whatever <laughs> location it is, and it makes everything less douchey. So or, yeah. send it to Washington. Send it to the meatheads on the Brooklyn Bridge. Send it to the meatheads in, in <laughs> London. <laughs> upset send yeah. it through your own body to feel send it good. to your family send, send it to your it family, to your family. Yeah. anytime you're thinking oh i'm worried about whatever the thing is you're worried about send that violet light there instead Absolutely. of the worrying yeah worry is p- creating what I you think don't i may want, have talked about this on to another episode uh, abraham before, oh well yeah. we're gonna it's a good one to yogis are redundant mm. all yogis say like oh if I'm i sound like i'm repeating yeah. myself over and you're not redundant you're fresh in every moment i feel like i, I have the same things i talk about to my clients. well that's because people don't listen and don't practice it and they are the main principles of what i practice so i'm just kind of like oh well that's it yeah this is like god is really simple mm-hmm. spirit is simple mm-hmm. you have to use the multi-tool multi-pass you have to do the whole <laughs> you have to do the whole you have to apply it, right? It doesn't go any good for your face if the face cream is next to you and you don't apply it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You're going to look like an aging pirate like yours truly, right? You're going to have a beautiful skin what? like you Lena. You don't look like an aging pirate. I don't Get because I do the five rights, but I'm sure my face yeah. is looking leatherier, you know, than it did no, like several days ago. You're so sweet. Well, it was dry out. You know, you got to remember that. See, she's telling she's telling the truth now. But no, See? your face looks gorgeous and shiny right now. Oh, she's so gorgeous, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a noble steed. <laughs> anyway, you got to use that face cream. So you got to <laughs> apply liberally. Catch yourself when you're worrying or nervous about some shit. Apply to the full circumference. Send that violet light or send, white light. Or, or yeah, call on God. Love. Send pray. You know, like mm-hmm. every call little thing you do. Spirit, whatever you think of. Yeah. Want to call it? Yeah. I like this. This might be an interesting podcast for two reasons, guys. Also, like the multiple things that that came up. Like uh, during the during the show, uh, I was just about to go on and I'm setting up the equipment mm-hmm. and I get a text. I get a text about a wonderful, one of my favorite clients, one of my favorite clients. God bless her. Uh, shout out to her, whatever dimension she's in. I'm going to do my best after the show to make sure she gets to the highest one I can using whatever power I got. Her name's Alita Bracker. She was an amazing person. She passed. She passed away. Just I found out. Moments before I started ago, this, yeah. like it, it turned out it was a few days ago, but her kids oh. like texted me and let me know 
And uh, her husband had already passed. She was a widower. And every time we were like working on her side, she, the sweetness, like you could tell like the incredible deep love she had for her husband, Mark mm. was just so pure. And so I can't live without you know, that kind of love. You're like, I can't live without you kind of love. And yet she was still here on the earth. I know I'm looking at you the same way, pumpkin pie. And uh, <laughs> speaking of pumpkin pie, we'll get into that later. But um, yeah, that's next week. That's next week. Um, but like she was so in any time, like she was releasing, she she'd be on the table just like releasing her emotion about it, and she was still doing world traveling. And she's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to go on this trip, um, you know, and Whoa. and like event she she like passed one day before she was gonna go. You guys, like when your beloved passes on just know the clock is ticking because like you're gonna wish yourself out of this body mm. and you know she was so awesome so sweet such a rad rad lady i'm gonna i'm gonna miss her so much as a person much less as a client and she loved matrix energetics i was really hoping she would hang in for a long years because i was hoping dr Bartley right. would do a um a american conference and i would uh, take her there and that she would have these massive openings, but she had big openings at our office alone. Mm-hmm. And um, her heart was just so beautiful and so sweet, cultured, intelligent woman. Mm-hmm. So uh, love to the soul of Alita Bracker. I'm so happy with your beloved Mark again. And uh, I will be doing whatever I can to dissolve whatever remaining karma she has um, So that during her Bardo experience so that she can attain the highest dimensionality possible that, that her soul is in congruence with. So... It's like, wow, okay. And that happened minutes before this. And then Abby and I are setting up for this pod and I look at my phone and I see a text from this old client of mine named Olga. And I think I mentioned her before on the podcast, but she's, you know, she's like a psychologist. She's a mystic. She, and, and like me, she put out a book recently and, um, I'm going to have her on the podcast probably in like a couple of weeks and just to talk a lot of metaphysics, talk about her book and stuff like that. And she, <laughs> I look at my phone, it's a picture of my, the front door of my office where I, um, <laughs> where I, uh, am, where we are like in my office, where podcast. I am right now. Yeah. Sorry, my mind went blank for a second. I saw her message. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> there she is messaging. She's you. messaging my, right I'm now. outside. Super psychic lady. She's, Crazy. and, and I see a picture of her leaving like a bunch of like Russian candies outside of my, outside of my door. I'm like, holy fuck. She's like, she's right outside. Like she's outside, you know, like that kind of thing. And I was like, Oh, and I just step outside the room as I'm done. And, and she's like out there trying to leave. Or before we got started. Yeah. yeah right like, well, we good timing. Started. Cause we didn't get going yet. I know. I'm sorry. But I also I am excited to try these candies. I know. Right. It said like chocolate covered, like plums or something like oh, that. Or candies. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Actually it's good the book like, right behind you. Let me, let me check this out real quick. The book behind me. Uh, her book. Well, I feel like you, she's going to be on the podcast, so she she'll describe a lot more about it when she's she on. Is. It is co- um, her name is Dr. Olga Zabora, and her her book is called "Collect Your Pearls of Wisdom." Mm-hmm. If you ever want to buy my book, pff, I mean, if you haven't already, you know, bought it on Kindle, hopefully for way cheaper than buying a physical copy. It's profanity. How I went from an atheist to a quantum wizard in less than a decade, where I talk about Kira and Shri in depth when we went to Peru. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was great to, to set that up. And um, yeah, I think that was yeah, cool. That was just like, so it was like double synchronicities happening here. Uh, and Busy she morning. said she had just Busy taken morning. a synchronicity workshop. So oh. <laughs> and she was talking about a, a eye technique and I'll tell her more about that. Like when she does come on, but mm-hmm. it reminds me of our, 
good friend that we've never met, uh, Dr. Burt, not Dr. Uh, Bert Goldman. I call him Dr. Bert, Bert because he's... Bert Goldman, man. He's great. Dude, That's a cool guy. You can look him oh up, too. gosh. This Bert guy Goldman. is so awesome. He is the founder. He's, he's like 90-something. I bet he still looks great. He lives sure. out somewhere oh, in yeah, Arizona. He yeah, he's in Arizona. I know. We should drop by and just bug him at his household. S- inappropriately, oh, no. just show up on his I list thought he's up. actually like in Palm Springs. Is it Palm Springs? I don't know. We need to look into that. He also channels yeah. art, right? So he mm. acts as... You guys are going to love this. This is super woo-woo. He invented a whole technique. First off, his background, besides like he's like a, a white dude monk, mm. is he became the grandmaster, one of the great, the, the highest teacher in the Silva mind control technique. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Silva, the Silva mind control, which is like kind of like the law of attraction, but on, on steroids, yeah. and where you can like really tailor stuff and like really work on yourself. He also. And this is what I, I absolutely love him for. And what I found him for was a thing called quantum jumping. Oh, yeah, One of the aspects this, of yeah. matrix energetics is your parallel selves, that there's infinite parallel universes where you're everything. You're, you've been, you know, you're a ballerina, you're a, you're a CEO, you're the king, you're, the, you're a, a ball player. And that you can access, like, at least um, unconsciously, I should say, mm the attributes of those other parallel selves or if like like you're working on someone that has a disease you can find a parallel self of them where you can where there it's not present in that person and then you can kind of you know kind of uh do not not a switcheroo you don't give their parallel self their cancer or whatever but where it can kind of like cancel each other out um and delete it right so bert goldman invented this technique called quantum jumping where you go down into your subconscious mind and then you enter a realm where you intend to meet a doppelganger. Another way of saying that is a parallel self. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, not like a doppelganger, like, you know, Jordan Peele's version of <laughs> no, us. No, that's, that's no. trash. It's fucking trash. It's a great horror film, yourself, but it's not. Basically like but, that can do something mm-hmm. you want to do. Yep, and you go yeah. down, and you, you like there's a door, and you, I don't want to tell you too much about the technique because you should totally research it, and you should totally learn it. It's a really powerful technique. Yeah, he like you can totally just like watch his video talking about how fantastic how to do this, you know? Yeah, Bert Goldman. Bert yeah. Goldman, and this man is fascinating. Super like, cool old guy, dude. He because he was able to do this, he was able to like pioneer, like quote unquote, because <laughs> he's just basically stealing from his doppelganger self that was uh-huh. a professional photographer. Yeah. And he was like a famous one. And he figured out how to, he's like, I want to be a photographer. I want to learn how to do it. So he grabbed his thing. And then he ended up pioneering techniques here that made him a famous photographer. Then he was like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to know how to play piano. Yep. He goes and finds the piano self. Yes. And then he downloads. And he's just talking to the interviewer. And he's like not looking at them. He's like, I've never taken a single <laughs> lesson. And he's playing some crazy shit on the piano, dude. And it's amazing. Freaking awesome. Yeah. Now he's done that with painting. You can actually buy one of his original paintings, by the way. Mm. We got to do that. Well, like his original paintings are gorgeous, but to me, it's more the painting where he does like this cool, like healing thing for you through the painting. That's what it is. Yeah. Remember? It was like this cool thing where he, you like, he just like channels some cool like thing into this painting. And it's like this like, it has a theme. Like if you were like, I want ascension or I want, oh, yeah, that was what it was. um, Compassion. And he could paint it like that. He has other drawing techniques where he uses them as um, as a uh, healing technique. Like yeah, he's, he's like his he's own OG Matrix yeah. guy. 
Yeah, totally. And he does. He has so many techniques. And so Olga does his technique. What was it called? Uh, EMT. EMDR. EMDR. I'm sure it's been repackaged and it. recalled a lot of things. It's an eye movement technique. Yeah, it's just called EMDR. But there's lots of that's the main like one. Like there's eye reversal technique. That there's doctor a, people they're do. They're all the same. It's basically yeah. you're thinking of the thing that you have a phobia of mm-hmm. or, or the thing you're trying to get rid of. Like, oh, trauma, trauma with mom. Yeah. And as you're thinking of it, you dart your eyes back and forth. Bert has multiple videos of him doing this at conferences. And yeah. you can see the power of it. You watch this guy go from like he's terrified of like like his trauma with his mom. It was like a nine out of ten. And he just does it. Done. And the guy's eyes go back and forth. Done. And he's like, now how do you feel about it? He's like. I, I don't even fucking care. He's like, holy exactly. shit. Instantaneous <laughs> But that's healing, not called right? EMDR. Like, that's his own cool thing. Bert. It's not. It yeah. was called something before EMDR. Okay? That's what yeah. I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. There's 50 fucking names yeah, for it def- because everyone tries to repackage it and mm-hmm. be like, I'm the grandmaster of the blah, blah, blah technique when it's really, my eyes dart back and forth. And now I could charge whatever the fuck I want. No, I mean, just like, all of them All of them are trying yeah. to repackage things. And like I could have stolen, whatever, <laughs> though fine. the sin is terrible, I could have stolen you know? Matrix Energetics and a lot of people have tried. And they're mm-hmm. like, like this one lady in Poland tried to steal Matrix Energetics and called it like two points and a smile. Yeah. And I was like, I hope people, that yeah. bitch is fucking floundering right now. I'm dude. sure. There's and massive if not, penalties later for there that. will be. Like that, fuck that, To dude. me, there's that kind of thing that where there's Mm-mm. shit will come back. So it's not oh, worth it. Oh, fuck yeah. It. And she was out there teaching conferences by stealing his two-point technique, yeah. dude. I was like, uh, miss me with that. I'm going to go smash her on the other side. And not the good type of smash. <laughs> I'm sure Bartlett sent a bunch of energy to her. Dude, I hope, she's fail- I hope she's failing terribly. Yeah. Because that... Dude, you cannot do that kind of stuff, you guys. <laughs> okay. It's called integrity, and you want to have integrity. Yeah, if you don't got <laughs> you don't it, want to do stuff. God like will shit on you, my guy. Yeah. Will shit on you. So <laughs> have integrity. But yeah, this just this little eye darting technique. So That's look cool. up Burt Goldman on uh, and quantum jumping. And if you watch mm-hmm. a bunch of his videos, eventually he does like where he's teaching a seminar in front of a bunch of people and he teaches a whole bunch of healing techniques that are insanely powerful, like right on the spot. Doesn't teach you how to do them necessarily. Though I have kind of like played around with them a I little bit. there's a few ones like... Well, it's like, eh. There's some cool things. Yeah, like where he's talking about like... Yeah. Well, those are different ones. Like where he's doing the, the tapping, like where he's like at the rhythm. He's like, first you find out like what the I rhythm shifted of the thing something is. like that once. Yeah, we did. Right before I went to, into an appointment... Uh, yeah. It was like a blood pressure thing or something. It was like yes. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. We like, I would do it for and I was like, yeah, I did and the thing and then it was good. <laughs> and you're like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. No, it, like Bert is the man. He is the man. And I think he's almost he's like 90 years old, guy, but he looks yeah. like 70 something. Mm-hmm. Full head of hair. Guys, oh, for sure, he's yeah. so cool, man. I hope, I think he stopped putting out videos though. I don't know. We haven't looked up him. You want to talk metaphysicians? He is up there with Dr. Bartlett. He's up there with Sri Ram Ka. Like really, really mm-hmm. legit. So he's like got a treasure trove of spiritual information on his old YouTube channel. I don't even know what the hell he's up to now. But now yeah, you got really, me thinking we want to buy one of his paintings, dude. It's years dude. since we oh looked him up and I want to look it up again. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I want to buy one of his paintings, dude. So bad. Yeah. Original. Right? I feel like he's Before close he enough that, that we were like, oh, we could drive out there and like get it. Like I really yeah, feel like dude. he's in Palm Springs. Yeah. I want to buy him dinner. Yeah, like, we're looking that up. He is so cool. He's like what Bert. we're trying to be. Well, thank like, you, Olga, for Bert's, reminding us yeah. about Bert Goldman. Yep. Olga Zabora. This was we great. will be chatting, and you could tell everybody about it. It's got like a bunch of different techniques in it. Yeah, Collector Pearls of Wisdom. It's got a bunch of different techniques. So if one cool book work, name. Yeah. Cool, cool book name. Yeah, yeah. And she's got you know, a long history of metaphysics and stuff. So it's we're going to be out there, man. It's going to be really cool. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm saying something as simple as you wouldn't think that like darting your eyes back and forth while thinking about a trauma, a specific number of times, like there's more to it, but it's crazy. Like how quickly you can transform if you, if you try these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's been bonkers. Yeah. It's been yeah. a wild bunch of days. Very powerful with the so 11, powerful. 11 and the new moon and, oh my God. Um, there was something else though that then happened on Monday that I, I thought we were going to talk about. It might come back up. I don't know. Monday? What did, what the hell did we do? I don't know. It was like the, that beautiful paddleboarding day. That was Sunday. And there's some right? other things cool on Monday. Yeah. Everything can uh, be cool. Oh, we went to the zoo. Oh, that was right. Right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, we went to the zoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was beautiful. Work on the Just animals. a beautiful bunch of days. So awesome. Yeah. Saw some monkey butt. You know? Yeah, there was monkey butts. Actually, the thing too about the animals that day mm-hmm. was they were all very much very meditative and relaxing and lounging, <laughs> like the lemurs. Is like and, yeah, the lemur meditation pose, and there just was. We really went every the zoo. Our feet walked us all over that whole zoo that day. Went over the buckets, so and there we was saw like the everything. Whole, it was just the chilling. Thing. They were all chilling. Yep, and even the human animals were very chill. Yeah, even the human animals were chill. The whole parking lot was like packed, and then we get in there, and there was like no Mm -hmm. one there. It's like wow. Didn't we have something delicious that day or something like that? Um, Well, we had poke bowls. The that was paddleboarding because I was like, hey, now I feel like Hawaii. Let's get poke bowls. So that was (laughs) that happened also on Monday. De la creme, you guys. We went. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy just thinking about it right now. All of it was great. Oh, that poke was so good. Summary. And we're not talking about like the, hey, welcome to the me, me, me. You know, we're talking the poke that you can only find like at, um, at Foodland food in, in Maui. Maui. Or in Hawaii in general, I think. I and know. if you don't know what a poke bowl know. is. They know what poke some is. Some people don't know, man. It's chopped up fish, ahi, <laughs> usually specific, traditional, on rice. You know, it's awesome. The thing about this place in o- Ocean Beach is they really do it up like with the exactly. spiciness. You know, it's like this like spicy, spicy ahi tuna. Oh, it's just so good. We just mm-hmm. bring it up mm-hmm. and they go like, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Like that's exactly what we're doing. Like, mm-hmm. We get yeah, a little bit goes, of roe like on the, on the, oh, yeah, on the spicy it. tuna. Just like food land and the guys at the counter are like, yeah, man. That's right. Mahalo. That's what I like. Mahalo. Mm-hmm. Aloha. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, fuck yeah, dude. Plus, still, yes, a lot of violet light to Maui. You know, there's still a lot going on there. There's a lot going on this year. There, there has Energy been a lot beams this and year traumas in the world. Well, this is 2023, yeah. people. Yeah, and I mean, it has kicked up a notch. So, um, <laughs> coming up, Woo. coming up, we have the Day of Gratitude. Yep. Um, Next week, yep. Thanksgiving, cranberry sauce and pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And on the same day, it's the the birthday of our our. Uh, you know, our avatar, our sad guru, um, not sad guru, but our sat guru, um, Satya Sai Baba. That, when the birthday's on the same day as Gratitude Day, mm-hmm. oh my God. And it happens often that, that, that lines up that way. Really? There's also another numerology thing, probably because it's like 20, 11, 23, 2023. You know, there's probably some kind Could of numerology. I don't that, put too but. many eggs in that basket, you know, but like. Yeah. As I mentioned, the eleven eleven, but uh, I mean that well, had, that's that just had a day of peace purposes. too. I think eleven eleven. That Besides it being the Veterans Day, like here in America, yeah, that was a big day too. Well, it's eleven eleven. That was a big, big it's day. Always peace and veterans, yeah. which is kind of ironic. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. 
Uh, so really meditate. I know everyone so, yeah. likes the cooking and the football and the beers and such. Um, but meditating that day for a good hour would do your body good. Mm-hmm. Makes it sexy. Yes. Makes it curvy. And I'm sure there'll be a podcast next week too. But yeah. In case, case that one isn't out yet or you, you miss it because of the holiday. This prepares you for that day. Oh, yeah. 11-23, Thanksgiving yeah. Day. I'm going to be there for 11 A day of Thanksgiving. 11-22. See if that makes it perfect. Precious. Your parents' wedding anniversary oh, day. I know. Shout out to <laughs> Barbana Jack or May. It's like 49 years Shout out to the folks. Marital have a big party next bliss, year or whatever. I want to say. <laughs> they have been blissful in the years I've known Made them more. 49, man. Blissful in the years I've known them. No, they're blissful people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're known for they know, they're known for it. Um. So anyway, I uh, <laughs> I uh, I have this. Uh, I do not think it means what I think. <laughs> I do not think it means what you think it means. How dare you, Indigo? Thank you. She had to point at me to do the fucking sound effect, and I guarantee I'm it not. It came a, in my mind. I, I'm not. It came into my I'm mind. Not. I mean, God. Shout out to the folks. We love you. We love you. We love you so much. You don't listen to the podcast anyway, so it's fabulous. They listen to the ones with my brother and sister. Yeah, they probably wouldn't know anything we're talking about in this one anyway. Not in the least. They would not (laughs) enjoy this in Iota. Though, if I got my dad or my mom, like, Maybe not my mom, because she'd just be like, what? what are you talking about? Well, my dad would just be like, hey, man, I don't know what you're She was in our about. apartment asking about pictures of Ascended Masters, so I, that was I unique. think you, yeah. I mean, I we're she, in like the Twilight Zone kids. She wants to know more than, than you realize. We cook, we cook for my mom. I, actually, she's she's always asked me, like, please, please, Joshua, do not do not talk about me on your on your podcast, please. And I'm not Tom Segura, so I'm not going to be like, tell me. Please don't tell you know like I'm not gonna have it. I don't. I'm not Putting gonna, videos of your mother Tommy. farting like that's what Tommy. he does. Tom I cannot believe you do this. Tommy. <laughs> she's I'm not, so I'm not funny gonna though, do that. Mom. My mom is really a funny woman. She's like yeah. she's objectively she's funny. funny but like when we were cooking dinner for her and my dad because uh, I hadn't been to our apartment for like a very long time, <laughs> and our place is like a museum for like wackadoo Wizards. <laughs> like I have a huge picture of Sai Baba. There's like Archangel Michael picture, Sa- pictures. Saint Germain everywhere. Sanakumara and Lady Venus. I'm sure you don't know who the hell that is. But <clears throat> except for like three of you. And she's just her eyeballs are just popping out like, oh and um and, and who she waits the entire day they're over for like three this? hours and finally as she's leaving she's, she's like she's smart though. Who are these she's people? like if this conversation doesn't go well now yeah, it's not gonna leave. be awkward for yeah. two more hours. Totally. That's why she waited. Eating. Yeah. She's yeah. a smart lady. She's yeah. old school. She she's knows. Like, ah, who's who's this supposed to be? I'm like, Oh, that's um that's actually Archangel Michael. And she's like, Oh, I know that one. <laughs> I know that one because she's she was you raised Catholic. Catholic people know we're that cafeteria one. Catholics in our family, but she she's like, I know that one. And, and, and what about this man? Oh, he's that's the cosmic Christ. That's uh, that's Sai Baba. You know, like the got the afro. And so she's like, uh huh. Okay, okay. So and um and this one because I mean it's picture after picture, and she's like, who's who's this? Who's this supposed to be? And I was like, oh, she's like being interested. I was like, this is so sweet. It's so sweet. That's yeah, so sweet. I, I thought it was nice and I surprising. Was, I was the shame of the family for years. I thought it was nice and surprising. I was like, wow. I think they were happy to be in our home. And also, yeah. I think the energy helped them feel good, you know? I hope it did. I hope the food was semi delicious. Oh, I they think were they kind loved of like, it. Are you okay. serious? We made pierogies. Dude, that for chocolate, them. dude, the pierogies from scratch are amazing. But the chocolate mousse my wife made last night, dude, would have mm. made everyone's toes curl up. <laughs> they would have made them curl up. 
It was very easy to make. Hair would have straightened out. It, really it would have been. It was. It was like chocolate mousse. The only reason meow, meow. that I made it was because we had whipped cream or heavy cream left over from a soup. Wow. So I mean, it was. That's wow, why I made it. And it was. It was a I'm treat. Like cooking. It was so a real treat. Here's an interesting video I came across, um, and because he doesn't mind sharing this data, and I'm gonna probably bring a little bit more sad guru into this program because he doesn't give a shit how much you know he won't sue you for like using his material. So yeah, I don't care. Just get the message out. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Buddha named Rupert Spiro and, uh, he's based out of England. He, he does teachings called non-duality, which he calls the lightning path to enlightenment. And he does, he's done enlightenment teachings in like 10,000 hours worth of videos on YouTube. You can check them out. Any one of them will make your, you know, make your hair tingle. Um, and so, mm-hmm. so people ask him questions about the nature of consciousness and enlightenment and, um, he gets he gets asked sometimes like this video is called why don't you ever talk about your awakening experience which he has mm. which he has but he's going to reference a different master that had attained mm-hmm. and I, we're we're in the the shoes of this lady right because she's she's we've gotten glimpses we've gotten little chunks of enlightenment but then you know um, our awareness comes back in and it <laughs> it can mess things up. Uh, so um, hopefully we'll be able to listen to this without a, a fucking commercial coming on because it's YouTube and they're pieces of shit and the way they run their <laughs> business. They're commercials on They're videos. just garbage, man. BlackRock owns them now. So well, we'll try to trash. mute it maybe or turn so it down. So I'll be able to turn it down like comes. really quick um, if they if they do do it. <laughs> do do. <laughs> anyway, um, so this lady's going to ask him about the nature of consciousness and like why why can't I hold on to it and stuff and we'll we'll just kind of give commentary. Uh, as it comes up or is appropriate, if I actually get reception here. So let me give it a try and see if what comes up. Um, I think I've had a glimpse of the true nature that you describe in one day earlier this year where I woke up without any prelude and everything seemed like I was looking through a different lens. The colours were brighter. The connections with people were more intense. The quality of time was different. Um, I just wanted to stare at the sky and the trees and if you had told me that someone had put some drugs in my drink, it would have made sense because that's how it felt like somebody, like I was tripping out. Um, That was blissful to the point of nearly being painful because all of the experience was so intense. But it finished at the end of that day and the next morning I woke up with normal perception and, and sort of felt the loss of that intense experience I wonder if you could explain or perhaps talk about how it is that you can one moment be in that state of perception and then the next day with that I don't think I changed anything I was not trying to hang on to it with my mind or it was just gone simply because the state of our mind changes all the time so that was just a heightened state of mind it was not the recognition of your true nature uh, the recognition of your train to nature is much less exotic than that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he emphasizes this a lot, you guys, that everyone thinks that enlightenment is this huge big bang experience like Eckhart Tolle had, where you go from zero to 100 miles an hour, 100,000 miles an hour, and you're like from zero to a Buddha. And now I'm like, whoa, I'm enlightened. And where he's talking about is the actual experience of enlightenment is far, far, far less sensational. It's far, it's not like this, whoa, like, oh, I'm seeing like light rays and gods are talking to me. Mm. It's just like, a, oh, 
So hear, hear, hear him explain this, please. And your true nature is not a state that comes and goes. It, it's, the, it's the transparent screen on which your emails, your documents, and your images, and your YouTube clips come and go. It's just the ever-present background of your always changing emails, images, and, and so on. And it's the emails and the, the documents and the movies and the images that are colorful and exotic and sometimes strange. The, but the screen is, is colorless, it's transparent, it's empty, it's silent. So it's true that sometimes this recognition of our true nature will, as we've been speaking today, can have a very profound impact on your mind and your body. It causes a, a great relaxation or letting go, and that can sometimes be felt as unusual or exotic experiences in the mind or the body, but that would be the byproduct in the mind and the body of this transparent recognition of your true nature. But the recognition of your true nature is, is, is much simpler, much, much quieter. Okay, thank you. It's, um, it's just a, a recognition of the presence of awareness that lies continually present in the background of all experience. So you, you could go there now. You could just ask yourself the question, a question such as... I want you all to listen to this, and I want you to kind of close your eyes and also do this. Okay? All right, here it comes. What is it that knows or is aware of my experience? Pause. To find that out, you have to go, you have to take a step back from your experience. Whatever it is that knows our thoughts is obviously not itself a thought. Take a step back from your thoughts. Whatever it is that knows our thought, feelings and sensations is obviously not a feeling or sensation. Take a step back from your feelings and sensations. So you just come back to the fact of being or being aware. That's it. There's nothing exotic about it. it, it uh, usually, it can happen so quietly, and in fact very often does, that, that the mind... Uh, well, the mind is not present in that recognition. When the mind reappears again, it is affected by that recognition to a degree, sometimes in a very intense degree, the, the laughing, the crying, the kinds of experiences we've been talking about, but sometimes just a, it can be just a very small um, effect in the mind, or sometimes not at all. Sometimes the, the mind takes a few weeks or months to catch up. Maybe sometimes it's, it's a few months before the mind realizes, oh, something's changed. I don't get nearly as upset as I used to. There's much less conflict in my relationships. I don't seem to mind what goes on so much anymore. I'm not continually upset about it. I just seem to be at peace for no reason. I just seem to be happy most of the time these days. It, but then six months later, it notices what, what happened. I don't, uh, the mind out wonders, what happened? What changed? It doesn't know. It's like um, the example I sometimes use. It's like a, it's like a, a headache. You wake up with a headache, and then you go about your day, and then in the evening you you notice, oh, 
the headache gone? When did it go? You don't know when. Did it go at 3 o'clock in the afternoon or 12 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the morning? And, and how did it go? You don't know. You didn't notice it going. You just notice it in retrospect. Oh, I'm free of that pain. Well, it, it, it can be as quiet as that. It's not always as quiet as that, but it can be as quiet as that. And in a way, it's safest if it is as quiet as that, because then you can never turn around and claim some marvellous enlightenment experience. No, I think I'd be horrified if I was like Eckhart Tolle sitting on a park bench for years, and I don't know how my family would survive that. <laughs> uh, she's referencing another great mystic that has also gained the same type of wisdom of awareness of awareness as him, but where it was this massive download where you go from severe depression, woke up the next day and he was like, now I'm a Buddha. And he just stared out into space and fed pigeons for two months, for two years on a park bench mm-hmm. where it can completely disrupt your social um, and cultural life, like your identity and at your job, your marriage, everything. Cause all that identity has been wiped away. So that's what Rupert's saying right here is it's, it's easier to have this gradual, progressive sinking back into awareness away from the thought because it's the mind itself that is experiencing those lightning revelations because awareness is already there. The problem with the, the major problem, and I, I want to have him on the program one day is I is it's the resistances people find the frustration they have on the path to enlightenment is because the mind is committing suicide essentially in installments and it realizes the further it goes on the path once it happens it won't exist Mm -hmm. so all the frustration all the years that it takes to like oh man why can't i attain and get this back and forth and even the struggle of it is all experienced in the mind the person thinks they are the mind so that they experience that frustration there the soul doesn't have that the i am doesn't have that so it knows there's some part of it that knows is the further I take down this path, A, I'm going to lose control over this, this life stream mm. and B, I'm sowing my own demise. Mm. So that's, that's just another thing of interest to, to take into consideration. I can't wait to ask him that question one day. If that's why people experience this frustration is the mind is doing its damnedest to subvert that because it knows in the end game, the checkmate is it no longer exists mm. as its individuated self. It's just divine mind. It's a drop in the ocean. It doesn't have any selfhood. So that's why yeah. it's, it's playing this game with itself to prolong that, <laughs> that final conclusion because it loses, it loses, it, it'll realize I'm not real in the first place. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here's more Rupert. Well, you see, the, the, those are the those are the rare occasions where um, this recognition happens um, unsolicited and has a very immediate and powerful effect on the mind and the body. So that they make good books, and, and I, I mean that with no disrespect. I have the greatest respect for Eckhart Tolle, um, but there's something there to talk about. You know, it's it's a good. Story sitting on the bar, yeah. park bench. It's 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 very interesting. It's fascinating and, and totally genuine. And, and but um, uh, many of you know this story. You remember the the, the um, who was it? <coughs> Shunryo Suzuki, the Zen teacher, who was asked in one of his meetings, "Why don't you ever talk about your enlightenment experience?" And his wife, who was sitting at the back of the hall, stood up and said, "Because he never had one." <laughs> <laughs> 
You see, enlightenment is not an experience. It enlightenment is not an experience. Mm -hmm. It's not this kaboom that's going to happen. Mostly, it's very, very rare that that sudden from zero to something happening. Yeah. And then he was a Buddha happens mm -hmm. any more than I'm sure it is water when it finally pff, turns into steam. There's just this fulcrum point, pff, you know, it just happens. Mm. You're like, oh, I'm no longer liquid. I'm gas. Oh, so that's, you know, just another, another pointing. And have an effect on the mind and the body. That's an experience. It can blow your mind apart. It can, it can cause you to sit on a park bench for two years. That's an experience. That's something to talk about. But the actual experience itself is, um, is transparent. Uh, it is, you, you can't say anything about it. And, and, and a, the most important thing, Caitlin, is that the recognition of our true nature is not an experience. Experiences are, are thoughts, feelings, sensations, they come and go. It's a recognition of the ever-present background of experience. The, the, the example I, I like to give is, is the example of when we, when we go to bed at night, we get undressed. We get undressed at night before going to bed. We take off all our clothes and our naked body is revealed. We don't suddenly become our naked body, and nor is our naked, nor is our naked body a marvelous experience. It, it, <laughs> sorry, I had to hesitate then. <laughs> you, you know what I mean, it, you know. At least from our own subjective point of view, I <laughs> Fucking naked. <laughs> I'm getting into trouble here. <laughs> the experience, the subjective experience of our naked body is just the most ordinary, familiar experience. There's nothing exotic about it at all. In fact, it's so ordinary and intimate and familiar. Most of the time we overlook it in favour of the more colourful um, aspects of experience, our thoughts, our perceptions, our, our feelings. It's just... The recognition, and, and it's not as if we were not even in touch with our naked bodies now. All of us are, in fact, feeling our naked bodies now against the inside of our shirt or our trousers. But now it's, we are. it's so, so subtle compared with the colourful sight of this room or our conversation that we don't notice in. Well, what we did this morning in our meditation was, was, so to speak, undressing, taking off all the layers of experience until only our naked being was left. And there's nothing exotic about our naked being. It's, we're actually experiencing it all the time, but it's so quiet that it is outshone by the more colorful aspects of experience. So the awareness of being goes into the... Is, it, it's obscured by the awareness of experience. But the awareness of being is actually always present in the background of it, but so quiet. So, so and when, when we... When it is recognized, it, it's, it's, just, it's the quietest recognition that there is, and, and nothing exotic about it, nothing extraordinary. Just, it can be just, oh yes, of course. Why didn't I notice before? I was so busy giving my attention to, to <laughs> the objective content of experience. So don't, don't measure your progress by 
whether or not you've had a marvellous experience. Okay, thank you. So that is the effervescent and brilliant Rupert Spire. Excuse me, I was mm-hmm. trying to make my wife laugh while impersonating um, Michael Sarah getting double stuffed um, in a bathroom while sucking on a straw. Like a, <laughs> he's a, on the movie, This is the End. It's pretty like he's hysterical <laughs> in that. Uh, but aside from all that nonsense, because <laughs> making my wife laugh is one of my favorite things to do, um, is what are your what are your thoughts about that? What are your what are your insights about like his, his particular love teaching? Spira. I God, just I love think him. he's so calming and mm-hmm. he's really what he what he's always, always the videos I hear and that one it's like deep stuff. Oh, always. You know, like you go really deep when you listen to him. Like I feel very meditative now. Um, he calls his path the direct path. He's directly going there. And to me, it's like it just brings you there, like to that nakedness that he's talking about. Naked edition. <laughs> exactly. If you ever see a video, if you go on YouTube and put a Rupert Spira, Sadguru, Muji, Enlightenment Experience, they'll actually describe to you in like 10 minutes mm-hmm. what it was like, how they got to the Enlightenment Experience. And he had 30 to 34, maybe 40 years of Vedantic and Advaita, I think they call it, like Um, non-dual teaching, where he was trying to get it this whole time and someone finally pointed something out and then he went, oh, and then it happened. But it took Mm. 35 years of trying, of of trying everything to reach that point. Sadhguru had a different experience. Muji had a different experience. But they can, you'll literally hear from their own lips like the events, the circumstances, the the yogis. Those guys are great. Oh, my God. But to me, too, it's Watch like, that. and a lot of what, where he says there, too, it's like it's not necessarily an experience in a way. Like it's just about. It's like an aha. Oh. Living and feeling into that. You don't pay attention peace, to the drop of that God. is your thoughts, feelings, emotions, mm-hmm. actions, sensations. Mm-hmm. He says all of that is like information going across yeah. A screen. That's all the different apps. Said and God is the and, screen. Yeah. And it has no attachment to the information going across it. Mm-hmm. It's like a movie. It's, it has nothing to do with the light, the different light pictures that are moving across it. It still remains the screen. So he's paying attention yeah. to the screenness, mm-hmm. not the contents that are whizzing around on or through exactly. it. Exactly. The screenness, the God. So whether it's a sensation of your liver going, wah, 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 or a thought going, hey, fuck that guy, or uh, a sound. Or a, a rumble of the tummy, whether it's inner, outer, uh, a, th- a thought, an emotion, a feeling. All of those he couples as like extraneous. He's mm-hmm. just focused on I am. Yeah. And when you do that, it's like, he, it's like you're pulling back the attention into its source. Yeah, then you're going inward. Which is easier said than done. Oh but that's why he said like try to pay attention to the part of you that is witnessing or experiencing your experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that makes you go, oh, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, shit. And you just yeah. go back in this limitless, spacious cave that mm-hmm. doesn't that doesn't quit. Yeah. And as it does that, your mind goes, my, my. The thing, my, my. <laughs> and, it just, it, and then it goes, no, because that's yeah. the end of it for at least until you pop back and go, hey, welcome mm-hmm. back, motherfucker. You know, like it, you know, the blah, 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 blah. Here's my smoothie fart. You know, here's like, a, there it is. <laughs> I'm really? bringing you back. <laughs> okay, smoothie fart. That's, that's a, what you were doing. 
I, I was. Yeah, just sipping that drink. But there was no fart that involved. Noise to it. Oh, I was doing. Yeah, like, I was making that noise. I was like yet. sucking on the straw in like That's a saying, seductive like... Michael Sarah like <laughs> way while he's on cocaine, getting service from both sides, uh, and being like, "Did you need to use the toilet?" Oh, yeah. And he's saying like, uh, "Want to sip on my juice box?" Yeah. If you watch that, he's absolutely hysterical, and this is the end. Uh, but <laughs> way off the track. But yeah, yeah, I guess, it's totally um, off the track. It's those kind of things that bring you <laughs> off the track and pull you out of that mode of just yeah. feeling the peace and the Or something like that could stun your calmness. mind so much that you just go back into consciousness and go, oh my God. And you just kind yeah, of stare Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Space. That's what brought me back when you did that smoothie noise. And I'm like, oh, now I'm back. Now my mind's back on. Yeah, there was no fart involved, than not guys. Sorry, it like looked like that. There was. I, I would have put it your, right up to the microphone so you could have enjoyed it with me. But, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway. No, in the butt, like there was a girl yeah, eating Yeah, no, I, I know now butt, what you're referencing. You don't have to describe really it on funny. here. I'm just Why saying. Why not? It's funny. Yeah, but He's nobody knows there. what we're talking about, probably. It's a movie, This is the End. It's an apocalyptic film, right? Good to watch in these They're times, They're doing a actually. massive just Hollywood might party. Might as well watch it now. And this is the end. Michael Sarah is an absolute fucking monster in it, at least in the first 10 minutes before he, spoiler alert, dies. <laughs> um, but right before then, he gives the performance of his life, and it's hysterical. So. Anyway, <laughs> those are the things that and bring you the back duality. to your thoughts. <laughs> there's the duality, folks. That visual in comparison to Rupert Spira's pointing to the source of awareness. That's what we're here for, folks. Giggles. Enlightenment and oscillating between those two poles. In a way, I do feel that it is important to notice the dualities (laughs) because then you can notice when you're in it, like in a way of, Uh, in just like a conversation that you're in or Mm -hmm. working or just like everyday stuff that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then you can notice and and be like, oh, whoa, this is that duality moment. Like, let me come back in into my inner What I find fascinating about Rupert's pointings and conjunction with Eckhart Tolle's pointings mm-hmm. is a lot of Rupert's, I don't know if you'd agree, like when he's doing his meditations, um, see, now we're swinging back to the other pole, right? Meow, back mm-hmm. to spirit. We're talking about how Rupert will emphasize when he's pointing a space, like the space of awareness and the contents that whiz around through in it, whether it's you feel mm-hmm. an internal rumble in your belly, really that's just an electromagnetic signal into your brain going, there's a signal happening in that location, mm-hmm. right? You call it a stomach or an intestine, but really it's a right down there. So yeah. he's pointing at it. Eckhart is more focused on you can go to that experience by just being now so mm. he's more time oriented rupert spire is more space oriented mm-hmm. yeah dig that interesting mm-hmm. so if you combine those two pointings whether your attention is whizzing around through space enjoying the contents of consciousness and then eventually falling back into itself the origin of it i am mm-hmm. you can also do that on the time oriented aspect with rupert uh with eckhart tolle and just because the the mind only exists in time you know, either in the future when it's it's yeah. trying to imagine things and, and like extrapolate like I am now yeah. or in the past when it's recalling memory. But the I am is now. That is the present. The present. Mm-hmm. That's why his, his book is, you know, the power of the now. power of now. Yeah. So those two between those two teachers, mm-hmm. you have time and space and you can yes. use either one of those mental concepts in order to supersede the mind. Mm and just go directly to either now or I am. Yeah. Or just the space of I am. I was and just going to say, I think that the space just is that now and 
I well, am. either one gets yeah. you to the same space. space. Mm-hmm. Like if you go into that space, mm. you'll the focusing of your consciousness will be only now. Yeah. Or you could go through like, oh, I'm thinking, thinking, thinking. What about if I'm only focusing on now? Yes. And then that brings you to the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So totally. either you you can attain it either direction. I find it mm-hmm. fascinating. He used Eckhart in that clip because they're totally. kind of the opposites, mm-hmm. uh, and what their their roadmap is when they're pointing to stuff. Still, both good roadmaps. Good roadmap. And also important to kind of recognize well, which roadmap works best for me or on this yeah. day in this moment. And I also feel like there's a lot to just the training of the mind in a way. I mean, all you know, you're training to it to go do is scattering to. And all over the place and too past or too future. Training but it, to it has present. to move in order to maintain its existence, mm. right? Well, yeah, if you're not thinking about. Oh, I should eat something. Like that's it being active right then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you would just have an impulse to go and take in food without having to have the thought, I need to go eat. Ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It would just, you know, or like Sagiru says, he doesn't even do that. He takes his mind off and puts it next to him like a dog. Yeah. And he's like, I don't even have thoughts. Mm. He -hmm. just exists Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. He actually, I think he's more like, and this is interesting. I think Sadhguru is more like um, Eckhart in his emphasis in now. And I feel like Muji is more space because he also talks about this space, this mm-hmm. space around in he does. the heart. And he talks so about these the four I great noble masters are favorites. Check them out. Check them out. Um, also, the we're talking wizardry. Bert Goldman. You need to check mm-hmm. him out. I mean, he's yeah. even All more accessible. All these masters we've mentioned today. Dr. Bartlett, because right, who knows if he's going to mm-hmm. ever teach it. I think he will. And when he does, I will put out the bat signal and we will descend upon Matrix Energetics and, he's more and be in the wizards space together. World. <laughs> he's all over. He's in a holographic hallucinatory, like, oops, we all just took acid. He's not in And yet stuff happens know. in the physical uh, kind of guy. He's all about changing the holodeck. And our bodies are mm-hmm. part of that holodeck. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, awesome. it's such an exciting, awesome. exciting info. Well, that was cool. Cool video. Exciting to be around. Yeah. Uh, it was exciting times. Recording. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. That I was mostly the pointings teachers. I was All those going teachers toward. are very, very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else you want to add or that's come up for you? Did you remember what happened on Monday? Uh, no. No. I okay. Don't know. Okay. We could end it on this anticlimactic level. Not. Huh? You know, it was about Hollow Earth. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's what big, happened on Big Monday. birthday shout out to... Uh, yeah, just because just we were trying to contact someone that's 300 years old. Nothing too weird to see here. That's an 11 out of 10. Woo, 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 woo. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, shout out to um, Princess uh, Sharula, Aurora Dukes. Love you. Love you, my fellow Agarthans. We'll be seeing you in Talos, hopefully really soon. <laughs> and people just wondering, where the hell did Abby and Josh go? It's like they disappeared off the face of the earth. <laughs> off the face, maybe. Off the face, maybe. Off the face, maybe. <laughs> Off the face. <laughs> facial floor. Yeah, it'll be a big facial floor. Um, just yeah, if that ever happens, Jordan, Boo Boo, I leave my painting to you. I love you, Leslie. You get my gemstones. Right. This is this this can't be no, this might be notarized, but it is it is using my voice. This is Joshua Barrett Ramey leaving his verbal testament and will. And. Wife confirmation. And wife confirmation. This <laughs> is indeed us. Abby Ramey confirming. Abby Ramey confirming. That's if only our dreams absolutely uh, and completely yeah. come true. 
Mm. And I'm feeling in that kind we of space because we were gonna go. Future. We were gonna go to no, we're not. And we were gonna we were gonna um, go to Disneyland today. That's true. But um, this rain uh, told us otherwise. Actually, it wasn't the rain. It was our guidance telling us otherwise. Yeah, I mean, like but the rain really helped it. It wasn't. But then, as it started raining this morning, we were like, "Oh, this is why we're not going today." Yeah, that's why we're not. Also, Disney's kind of a crazy corporation right now. So. It is a woke mess, even yeah. though there's nothing awakened about it. It's a toxic mess, and it's currently getting its ass handed to it. But but we do get called there to clear the energy, dude. I know, really, really miss my Disney back pass. The joy to it's there. true, and they keep raising prices. So there, this was today was a day when it was like the lowest price you can go. Mm-hmm. Like for California, and we like going to Disneyland when fucking nobody's well, there. Well, yeah, we both were available today to go. We be so. we be a little immature. But we do it. We do it in a mature and really fun way. Talking to you guys. We love talking instead. to you all. Yeah. We're not talking at you. We're talking with you. We're in a big circle together. Mm-hmm. You know, passing around the powwow. You know what I mean. <laughs> Jason the muff around. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I love Days of Confused so much. Uh, yeah, um, so, it's so like, good. That movie. <laughs> movie's the best. Yeah, I've quoted like a billion movies during this. So thank you for for not turning this off early. <laughs> a good movie pod. Um, oh God, I love it. Love it. Well, anyway, practice more mm-hmm. going inward. Oh yeah, because shit is about to hit. And feeling that the fanny fan. I am this. Yeah, feel that. Feel the violet flame surrounding you, swirling around you, being sent out to all whom you love in every dimension, past, present, and future. Yeah, I guess I'll end it on a more mature note. Mm. Though, you know, sometimes not as fun. (laughs) (laughs) And more important, though. Yeah, yeah. Wizard of the Week is... Thanks for having um, me. You know, besides Rupert Spira, it's probably um, Duncan Trussell, mm. who will Wasn't be my best friend one the day. Wizard last week? No. Oh, okay. No, I don't think it happened last week. Oh. Did I? I thought you talked about him being the Wizard of the Week. Well, anyways, I, I did thought Bert Goldman ago. could be the Wizard of the Week. You know this what, Bert? Week, you are the Wizard of the Week. You are the Grand Wizard, no KKK affiliation. You are the, you're like, he would be faculty yeah, at man. Hogwarts, wouldn't He's you say? He's awesome. He'd be mm-hmm. faculty. Shoot, yeah, man. He's like almost double Transfiguration, dude. Yeah, dude, he's an OG. And you will yeah. have your minds blown when you check out those videos. That's going to blow you away, guys. I'm excited to go revisit that. It's going to be so fun. I know. Now I want to like go yeah. practice my quantum jumping. Yeah, yeah. Just see if I want to download I it. I've downloaded almost everything I'm, that I want, but I'm going to go say what's up to those doppelgangers. Be like, what the mm-hmm. fuck, dude? And sometimes you got to go back to them and be like, hey, uh, was I supposed to do something extra? And they're like, yeah, plant your feet. And you'd be like, what does plant your feet mean? And you have to come <laughs> back out and then you schematically bridge that and you go oh you meant plant the feet oh Ew. and then you pioneer a, a, a <laughs> photographic genius in this dimension so rad our lives are so it's rad awesome. so love rad. you all we love you all thank you we love every single one Have of you a beautiful you. beloved day thank you thank you absolutely thank you all god bless the uh, ashar command the garth the network we love you all uh, for listening. Sorry for you having to put up with all of that other nonsense that I was spewing. One day this will be a very mature podcast and there won't be like, I know you do. That's why you married me where I won't be such a court jester and I'll just be the one card. I'll just be the magician and be talking, you know, Mm. like Rupert, just every single word that I say dripping with significance (laughs) and pointing toward enlightenment. (laughs) But now I get to be a jackass because it's the first, uh, first one or two seasons of my show. 
So I, think I don't know if the entertainment value this is near the end of the first season, I guess, technically. If yeah, if this you is want the to say 56th a year is a first season. show, yeah. and I've had so much fun with you all. It's been really fun. Uh, I I know many of you who are um, listeners listening to this. Jamie, if you want to come on the podcast, see, it's not scary at all. I just talk a bunch of stupid nonsense and quote movies, you know, and we <laughs> yeah, can edit out whatever you want. Awesome. But if not, thank you for listening and tuning in. We all love you. Peace and aloha.